Welcome to the Automation Unplugged podcast, the podcast for technology professionals, featuring leading industry personalities. I'm your host, Ron Callis. Today's show was a special one in that we have two industry professionals from Origin Acoustics. Joining us was National Sales Manager, Miranda Grantham, and President of Sales, Mark Fisher. These two have an impressive background and are making huge strides in growing our industry. Starting her career in the AV industry at the age of 22 with Metra Electronics, Miranda quickly climbed to her national sales manager position at Origin Acoustics, all by the age of 24. She has since been elected top 40 under 40 and was recently elected as one of the most powerful women on the rise in the consumer technology industry. Consumer electronics veteran Mark joined Origin Acoustics five years ago and has been titled Salesman of the Year twice in a row and named one of the top 40 under 40 by the industry's leading trade publication twice. Now president of sales, Mark continues to share those skills with an entire new generation of salespeople who are following in his footsteps. We live streamed this interview on our One Firefly Facebook page on Friday, January 24th at 12.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. In this conversation, we discussed the importance of a strong company culture, philosophy around investing in yourself, your business, and your industry, insight on what training and coaching looks like for origin dealers, and the advantage of joining a buying group like ProSource. I really enjoyed this conversation and hope you do as well. Let's jump into my interview with Miranda Grantham and Mark Fisher. Boom and boom, Mark and Miranda. How's it going, guys? What's going on? Another day in paradise. All right, so uh, this is my my first time here. I'll do it this way so folks can see us uh, in full landscape mode. Okay, and then don't forget, Mark, you were going to change your hat every few minutes. Right, yes, I have several hats here. I can switch out, you know. It's only about 37 degrees here in my house right now. I don't turn the heat on very often, so I have hats to keep you warm. Here in Florida, I don't know if you guys watched the news, but uh, it, it, it was cold in South Florida for two days earlier this week. Yeah, I know, uh, uh, Mark, you're up in PA, right? You're up in yep, Pennsylvania? Yeah, right outside Philadelphia. And uh, down here in Florida, the the news, the headlines, you've probably seen it on Facebook, is that when it gets cold in South Florida, iguanas fall out of the trees. <laughs> so there's war- literally warnings from the Weather Channel, watch for falling iguanas. Wow. Okay. And, and that's a real thing. Like, they're not dead. They just get so cold they can't move and hold themselves in the tree, and they fall out and of the tree. And they're like the little ones or like the big ones? No, these are like uh, – I have iguanas in my backyard that are two, three, four, five feet long. Like wow. huge little, you know, Jurassic Park lizards running around the golf course. Oh, another fear of living in Florida <laughs> is falling iguanas. Okay. Falling iguanas. Uh, yep. But anyway, uh, I want to go to both of you, and uh, uh, we're going to – Play this by ear in terms of how to make sure that I, I balance hearing from both of you. I, I, I know that both of you have so much to share with our audience. And uh, uh, by the way, this is a neat format, guys. I'll be able to throw stuff on the screen as people live post questions or comments. Wes says, Mark and Miranda, welcome. Thank you, Wes, for that comment. 
And if you are out there live watching, uh, watching the show on Facebook, post your questions. So as we go through and, and talk about all the fun subjects we're going to discuss, uh, don't be shy. Say hi and uh, give throw, throw any questions Mark or Miranda's way. But Mark, let's dig into it. Yeah, well, you know, that's the thing about live. You never know yeah. what they're going to be. So uh, it'll, it'll, it'll keep it interesting for sure. Uh, let's start with you, Mark. Where are you coming to us from? What's your role in the universe at Origin? And and even let's talk about a little bit of your background, where you came from. Yeah, absolutely. I've been uh, I've been in the business for 20 years, uh, just kind of being a part of this uh, this awesome world of music, right? And theater and audio and vi- just just being in the business. Uh, I started in the business back in 2000. Before that, I was uh, a DJ spinning records at the local nightclubs and uh, keeping myself busy. And uh, it's been a lot of fun. I've had a, a blast meeting you people and traveling the world and saving people from bad audio. And about five years ago, I joined up with uh, Jeremy Burkhart, and Nick Berry, Ed Hasse, Ken Humphreys, and a and a crew of great people to help the sales division of our organization to, you know, be the number one architectural speaker brand on the market. So today I'm president of sales. It's uh, it's an absolute blast. Um, I really love it. And I get to work with awesome people like Miranda, who, you know, came on with us. What are you, three years in now? Three years. Yeah. All right. Well, let's jump over to Miranda. Tell us what what is uh, what is your role at Origin, mm-hmm. and then if you don't mind, I was just actually talking to you before we went live about your origin, and uh, like me, it, you like that pun about your origin and how you landed at Origin. Like it. And uh, you you came right from or you went right from college uh, into the industry. So uh, tell our audience about yourself. All right. Well, I have been in this industry for seven, eight years. I did start right. I was still in college. I was 22 at the time and went to work for uh, a company called Metro Electronics in Daytona Beach, Florida, and uh, didn't even know what HDMI stood for. Had no idea what I was getting myself into and joining this industry and uh, quickly fell in love with it, fell in love with the people and uh, technology. It's lots of fun, constantly changing. And uh, three years ago, I joined Origin Acoustics. I'm the national sales manager for Origin, which really just means I do whatever needs to be done. Uh, Help out Mark a lot, travel with Mark, and just selling speakers and having a lot of fun doing it. And and I know you went to school in Orlando. I live about three hours south down in Fort Lauderdale. Um, what What did you end up studying in school? And was there any correlation between what you studied and kind of what you're doing now? Not at all. I, uh, I was in college for medical office management, and uh, I have absolutely nothing to do with the medical field now. And uh, I think I chose the right career path for, for me. And uh, it's been a really fun seven or eight years. Now, that's awesome. Myself, I studied engineering, and that has very little to do with running a marketing agency these days. So I, I totally understand studying one thing and then choosing a different path. I'm curious, Mark, what did, did you go to college? Did you study something and did it have yeah, anything to do um, with this business? I, I, I did go to college, but um, I, my college days were really spent around uh, strictly learning how to open uh, Milwaukee's beast and drink it. And then I was a pro I got an A plus in, in that as well. I, I did. Um, I didn't attend a single class of college. 
Uh, the only time I attended a class of college was when I was with a friend. So I went to about three different colleges, none of which I ever paid for. All paid for. I just kind of went and uh, helped them through their difficult uh you know, evenings of partying and, and making sure they had breakfast in the morning. So that was about the extent of my college career. Holy so, moly. All right. You, I, you, go ahead. When I graduated high school, my dad had about $5,000 for me and said, well, do you want a truck or do you want to go to college? And uh, I took my dad's advice and took the truck. Yep. <laughs> Hey man, I, when, when I got married in 2003, I gave my wife the choice. I said, so I can buy you a house <laughs> or we can have a wedding. She said, I'll take the house. So, so you, I, didn't get, I married, you didn't get married, right? <laughs> I, I, uh, no, I, I, I got married, but she got the house. I uh, got it. Okay. There's no pomp and circumstance in the, in the <laughs> wedding. So, uh, uh, yeah, uh, Justin, I'm warning you in advance. Justin Johnson is actively yep. commenting. I kind of assumed that was going to come. <laughs> yeah, so here, here you go. There's the first. He says, nice beanie. Uh, is it snowing in your house, Mark? There we go. I could change beanies. Here, I'll put a different one on. How about that? Is that better, Justin? There you go. There you go. Keep keep him on his toes. And, uh, and then Chris uh, just commented. He says, uh, Chris Palmer, he says, Miranda is a beast. <laughs> I totally need him to say that. Yeah. yeah. All these comments we've we've asked our, our, our group of friends to uh, jump on and, uh, you know, comment on us. Harass. All right. All right. There, but there are some there are some good uh, PG comments here. We have on hell. He goes, welcome, Mark and Miranda. Thanks on hell. How are you? Very nice. So, Miranda, uh, I'd love to know, like, what is a day in the life of Miranda? I've heard, by the way, you and I have not uh, engaged or interacted much over the years, but I can tell you I've been hearing such amazing things about you. You're obviously making an impression on people out there. Like, so what is, aside from doing whatever it takes, what is a, a normal day or week or month for Miranda look like? Well, that's that's kind of an interesting question. I... Uh was based in the East Coast and I worked from home, but traveled a lot, uh, kind of doing the East Coast regional thing, also managing the rep firms and, and uh, anything else that went along sales oriented that needed to be done. However, I have recently moved to Las Vegas to be at the corporate office. So I am two weeks into to living here in Vegas at our facility. So now I go into the office every day. You don't live at the facility though, right? Did they set no. up a cot for you in the back room or you're, you're, you'd go there, you'd go home on occasion? You know, I'm here enough that I probably should have a cot in a toothbrush here, but but no. Uh, so now I go into the office every day, and uh, it's interesting. Origin is growing very rapidly, and uh, we are now up to almost 40 employees. And five years in, we've had impressive growth every year. And as we grow, we've had to add additional layers of a sales force into uh, our organization. So we've recently added an inside sales team and uh, I'm here to kind of coach and grow that inside sales team so that we can be even more dynamic than we already are and continuing to grow and make sure that we're, we have genuine relationships with all of our dealers. What is the, what is your vision for a, an insider, the inside sales team that you're going to be growing there at origin? Like how, how will that benefit the dealer or how would they ultimately when that's fully implemented and within your you and mark's vision up and running what will that look like 
Well, we have three inside salespeople now. Uh, the the idea is to continue to break down the country into different regions, smaller regions, to have more dealers that have that one-on-one -on -one contact with an individual inside salesperson, in addition to the regionals that are out in the field. Um, so growing that and developing that is obviously very important. And the reason that that is important is Origin is known for having that custom relationship with all of our dealers and also being very genuine in, in our customer services. I, you know, I may be a little biased, but the best in the industry. So we want to continue to make sure that we have that same development with all of the dealers that come on board with Origin. Got it. That makes sense. And uh, Mark, did you want to add anything to that in terms yeah. of uh, M Miranda's role in your vision of how this plays out? Well, I mean, I think she nailed it right there. I mean, I, I really can't add to someone as as awesome as she is. I mean, she, we, we brought Miranda and she was one of our first add-ons. And since she's been added, we've added nothing but talented people. We, you know, as Miranda mentioned, we have 40 people and all 40 people all have a special talent. And one of the things that we do, which is much different than a lot of people that I've met in the industry is every single person in our company is empowered to make a decision for the best interest of our customers and clients. And that's something different than what a lot of other companies do. And, uh, you know, you can ask the people that we work with, you know, we're, we're there to, uh, to make their lives awesome because this is supposed to be fun and easy. This, we're not selling, uh, we're not selling cars and toasters, you know, we're selling something that people want and uh, it's great to be a part of it. What's an example? So that, that really ties into this concept of culture. What you just described there was that a culture at origin where your team <laughs> is empowered. We, like, we can we bring a, that down to yeah. ground level? Like what, what's yeah, an example of what happens? We, that's kind of funny. My, my wife once said to me, uh, actually, I think she said it to you, Miranda. She said, uh, you guys are like a cult. And uh, Miranda finished that sentence by saying, no, we have culture. So it, it is a mixture of those two, uh, those two words. You know, I, I think what it really boils down to, the way that I kind of look at it is um, it's like being in high school and you find a group of people that you love to hang out with and you hang out with them and you see them during the lunch breaks and you see them at recess and you see them after school and if you remember being, you know, 12, 13, 14 years older, there wasn't a lot going on in your life back then, right? I mean, it was what outfit you're going to wear and uh, how you're going to comb your hair. But today, we still sort of have that. We, we have a, you know, a group of people that we're like in high school with. And it really is that simple. They've become our friends and our family. And we vacation with them and we have dinners together and we bring them into our lives and, and they bring us into their lives. And I, I think that's what really has made our company so strong and our people so strong is the relationships, the one-on-one -on -one relationships we have with every customer and client that we do business with. So uh, I, I want to, I have a follow-up question on this topic of culture, but I, I can't help. There was a comment. Tina says, I love that cult, not culture. <laughs> or no, she says, love that. It's not a cult. It's culture. Yes. So, yeah, I think that's awesome, Tina. Thank you for sharing. And, uh, and then Chris, of course, made the comment. He says, Mark's finishing this webinar and heading to the slopes. That, that is true. So, there, there is no lie. Thank you, Chris. We, uh, uh, Breckenridge just got another 21 feet of snow. So, you know, to, 
you know, look, let's be honest. We're I'm heading out next week with, you know, 25 friends of mine to go, you know, snowboarding in the hills of Breckenridge and all 25 of them happen to be in the business. And it's yeah. not a paid trip. It's not a freebie. You didn't have to do it. It's just a bunch of people that are getting together to enjoy life. And, and that's the best part about it. How do you, I'd love to hear from both of you on this. And I'm, I'm going to go back into some of my memory banks. I, I don't even remember the year. It was, uh, I think it was before both of you were at, um, you know, Origin. And it really goes back to Jeremy and this, this concept of helping integrators um, really improve themselves and improve their business processes and practices. And I, I'm going to go, you know, I, I think it's okay to say back when Jeremy was Speakercraft, and I remember the way that Speakercraft would show up at the CDA trade shows. And I remember one year where uh, the entire booth was just about business improvement. There was very little focus on the products. And I've seen you, Mark, in action at events all over the country. You're, I know you guys are very heavily involved in ProSource and ProSource activities. It, what is your position as a, a speaker manufacturer? And I don't even know if that's how you see yourselves. You correct me. Feel free to correct me. In helping these people, these, these technology contracting businesses ultimately have a better culture or have a better run organization. Is that part of what Origin believes is important or is that Mark what you do or is this what Miranda does? Can you provide a little bit of color to that? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think one of the things that we do is we teach, um, you know, myself, you know, if you, if you go back and, and you look at Jeremy Burkhart, the, you know, the chairman of the board, the guy who started everything here, you know, 20 years ago, he was coming into the business doing things completely differently than anybody else, w without a doubt. I mean, he was the one that created uh, different cultures for, for different companies. And the way he did that was by teaching other companies not how to sell speakers or how to install speakers, but how to be a better business and how to be a better culture and to have more fun. And he taught that. Um, I travel around and I see dealers today that still have laminated cards in their desks of something he sent them 20 years ago. And that's that's remarkable to, to have that type of vision 20 years ago. And still today, we're following that exact same vision. Um, I mean, Miranda can speak on the gig. She was uh, heavily involved in them. Yeah, no, I'd love to hear your perspective on that, Miranda. You know, it's interesting to, to Mark's point about traveling all over. Mark and I travel all over the country all the time, and we see many different dealers. And sometimes when you go to a particular area, you see different things that dealers are doing that is very impactful or powerful for their business that's kind of out of the box. And one of the cool things that Mark and I get to do and the entire team at Origin is we get to talk to other dealers that we see and kind of share different things with them to allow them to grow and expand. Um, you know, if we'd go to a dealer down in Dallas, he's very focused on his business and his particular market and maybe something that we experienced in Seattle will apply and, and help him. Uh, and one of the things that we do at Origin is uh, last year we had eight or nine different gigs where we brought in 40 to 50 dealers per event. And 
we talk business and we do roundtables on how we can help you grow and expand, whether it's employee engagement or helping employees climb the ladder to, to be better or bigger within the organization, not just origin related, but really business related. How can we help you be better? What, what are the forums where you interact? And, and I guess into that, I know you guys are, are involved in the buying group ProSource um, do you do this? At, do, do you do this sort of training and coaching with your dealers uh, at your sales training? Like, if you're and, and educate me in the audience, like how do you bring your dealers up to speed? Are you bringing them to Vegas, or are you doing that at, at ProSource events? And when are you guys really engaging in these sort of discussions, these workshop type environments? And I'll direct that to you, Miranda. A lot of that happens here in Vegas at our at our gig, and we we bring groups in for two about two days, and they have an opportunity to you know sit down and break bread with us. We have two dinners, and and we have that uh, opportunity to speak to them and and to learn more about their business. Um, but a lot of our interaction comes from ProSource in the buying group meetings, and also bringing them here to Vegas and really any platform that we we can get. I mean, Mark can talk to you about how many weeks he spends on the road and he has dealer events all the time. He has the ability to go into a market where you might have 10 or 12 competitive dealers and he can get all of them to sit down and, and have a meal together and talk business. It's it's pretty incredible. Yeah. So Mark, can you provide some, just big picture, let's first of all address, we have a lot of people watching live here and, and we'll have more listening through the podcast. Big picture, why should a company or should they be involved in a buying group, whether it's ProSource or ABCD, is that something they should do and why? Yeah, that's a, that's a great question. I was with a, a, a dealer yesterday out of uh, a, the Seattle market and he said, I, you know, I, I do it about a million and a half a year. And I said, okay, that's great. And he shared some of the brands with me that he, that he was selling. And I said, are, are you in a buying group? And, and he said, no, I'm not. I'm not interested in buying through distribution. And I said, no, 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 the buying group isn't really like that. And I think the, the one of the problems is, is that, you know, if you look at the buying groups between ProSource being the largest out there, ASEON, HTSA, also very good groups. Those three groups represent only about 900 dealers in the country. And there's 15,000 plus dealers out there. And I think one of the issues is the education of the groups out there is, is not as big as it could be. And the advantage of being inside of a buying group is not only the fact that you do get to purchase products at better pricing, right? So that is one of the, the perks and benefits of it. Uh, you do buy as you normally do, whether it's from us or, or any other manufacturer out there. Um, but the biggest thing is the community involvement. And it's the community of all the dealers together to share how to be better in this business. There's Right now, there's no short of business, right? We're, we're, we're living in great times. The market is good. People are, are wanting the technologies that we're offering. So sharing on how to capitalize on that business. Is and uh, we have to continue to look at how we can work better with these buying groups and use them to our advantage. No, I, I agree with everything you said. I, I do the same thing. I find myself out there when I'm talking to folks, evangelizing just the concept of spending time with your peers around the yep. country and with vendors that are bringing such 
amazing perspectives. They're, they're interacting, they're working, they're seeing success stories. They're seeing things that clearly are problematic. And what, what are the forums that you set yourself up as a business operator to learn from those other people? Why go carve out a wheel out of stone for the first time if others have done it and you can simply learn how to do it? A hundred percent. So uh, it sounds like we're, we're on the same team there. Absolutely. Um, I want to direct just another question to you, Mark, and it's um, a vendor question and without being specific to Origin or any other brand, but just how do you approach conversations with uh, dealers regarding how many lines they should have? So should they, should they be doing <laughs> business with 10 companies or 50 companies or 100 companies and how should what's your opinion and or advice of how they should be thinking about that? Well, of course, my selfish is you should have one speaker brand, right? Just just clearly one, you only right? need one. I mean, but. clearly you need one speaker brand, but um, <laughs> you know that, that's not the that's not the truth. Uh, you know, when when I visit the the these dealers, when you visit the larger accounts, the you know I guess you would call them the specialty higher end accounts, and you ask them, so what's your control system of choice? They'll say, oh, well, we use uh, control four and we use savant and we use crestron and we we also dab on urc and you're like oh okay so you, you use them all and, and really i think it boils down to um they want to be able to service all their customers and all the customers have different types of needs um and most companies will grab what i see as as a as a primary a primary line so in the architectural line, in the TV line, in the control line, everybody seems to grab one line, but then they have secondary or third lines, just as sort of a, hey, I'm not going to keep all my, all my money in one bucket. I, I want to I share that out a little bit just in case. But there is an advantage, though, also to you know, pushing all of your business with one organization uh, because that organization will then support you more obviously, because there's that that give and take. Um, but I, there, there is no right or wrong answer. I, I will say that the one thing that I do see is is vendor or dealers that bring on too many vendors. And you could have five or six speaker lines and you're trying to sell three or four TVs and, and, and different access network points and just lots of different products. And, and you're actually making it more confusing than it needs to be. Um, staying focused in what you do, learning the brands you sell well, and uh, it, it makes a big difference. I just on this subject, we have uh, uh, some comments I, I want to read off to you guys. I'm going to put them on the screen. Joel Hernandez, he's a dealer here in South Florida. He <laughs> says, uh, uh, based on what you said, Mark, inch deep and mile wide versus inch wide and mile deep. So Absolutely, yep. There's a, a good analogy. Uh, he also mentions, uh, look forward to seeing you in Vegas. So, uh, Joel, thanks for watching and listening. Don't forget to go to your favorite podcast software and uh, sign up to get your Automation Unplugged podcasts. Joel and everyone else out there. Um, Brian, uh, just one more comment. He says, what's up, Mark? About to place my order. <laughs> you got to love those lines. Yeah, that's great. That's right. That's great. That's, that's perfect. The, Thank you. The best ones. Hey, uh, right, so if, you, if you mention Firefly, you get 10% off your order. So uh, when placing your order, if you mention Firefly, you can get uh, 
10% off your order, okay? That is uh, – <laughs> that, Mark, Brian, tell me I didn't just hook a brother up. That's all I'm saying. I'm, I'm helping you out. That's, that's pretty cool. All right, guys. I want to – believe it or not, we've been going here for uh, uh, over 30 minutes, uh, and typical shows are 30 to 40 minutes. So I want to uh, close on a topic around – you've talked about how origin – and you two in particular have a philosophy around helping the business. Uh, you know, I, I have the opinion that it's been a wonderful economy behind us. It's a wonderful economy right now. And maybe there's uncertainty in front of us. It might be wonderful and or it might not. And I don't know. I don't have a crystal ball. And so I, I've heard from you guys and the messaging that you're putting out around this concept of investing, reinvesting in your business working on your business. And so I just want to, Miranda, I'd love to start with you and just kind of what are some of your philosophies around this, how you talk to dealers and engage with them around this topic. And then I'll bring it back to you, Mark. Well, you know, there is a lot of uncertainty with what the market could hold in the future because business is so good right now. But I think that we've done a really good job in the last five to 10 years and diversification. Uh, there's lots of focus on lighting and shades and, you know, speakers still have great margin built into it. So there's lots of great things still happening in the industry. And I think dealers are diversifying enough that if things do have a downward trend, we'll be okay. Uh, as far as origin goes, we continue to add fabulous partners to our lineup. Uh, we are continuing to invest heavily into engineering and to basically fill uh, any need that we may have that dealers may have to go to another manufacturer for and uh, to be their not one-stop shop, but primary provider for the products that they need. But it's important to Origin to not just bring in a lot of different products, but to make sure that we form partnerships and bring in the right products with the best engineering and, and the highest quality out there. And Miranda, if folks that are watching and or listening, they want to get in touch with you, what is the best way for folks to get uh, directly to you? A couple different ways. Uh, my email is Miranda, M-I-R-A-N-D-A, at originacoustics.com. And uh, the best way to get in touch with me is my direct line, which is 407-404-1851. Let's see if I get this right. I just put on the screen your email. Did I get that right? Perfect. Awesome. So there you, there you go, folks. If you're listening, I'll just restate that for you. It's Miranda at originacoustics.com and uh, drop her an email. And uh, typically, what are just for clarity there, what are the, the roles and responsibilities where for which people should be contacting you in the origin ecosystem? Is it uh, uh, at what level and or for what should they be contacting you? I am available for anyone at any time. And most of the people Whatever that are they need in Origin Land, you got the answers. You'll get yeah. the you'll get them answers. Okay. All right. So, uh, Mark, I'm going to drop the same question on you, and it's particularly about reinvesting in business or investing in their business. What should the owners listening do or be doing or thinking about out there or or our organization? You know, luckily we we have a. Uh, a, a great man at the helm, you know, Nick Berry, our, our CEO has uh, a wonderful vision of where our organization and our company should be going. And uh, we all thank him because he's the one that 
helps us create the, the future of our organization. And he's the one that allows us to reinvest in our company because, you know, hey, he he signs the checks. He makes the final call about where we should go and what we should be doing. And, you know, when we sit down and we talk in our meetings about our future. You know, every time we talk about what can we be doing to make our company better, he says, well, let's reinvest in our people. You know, and, and to back up with what Miranda said, our people is the, is the future of our organization. We have 42, 43 people right now. And I know everyone's name and I know what everybody does. And, you know, the great part is I, I to give you a quick story. I had a dealer come in to visit us a couple of weeks ago and he called me back and said, man, I had a great time visiting your company. It's it looks like such a fun place to work. He said my favorite part was walking out into the warehouse and there is music blaring and your warehouse guys are, are having a good time and enjoying themselves. And, you know, that that makes me proud to be a part of an organization where, where people are having fun. And I, I think that's really at the end of the day what what every business should be doing, which is having fun. Surround yourself with good people. Surround yourself with opportunity to grow and more. And the most important thing is have fun with it. If you have fun, you wake up every morning, you're having fun, then it's easy to go to work. And that's the greatest part about working with, with Origin and the team that we have here is uh, everybody I work with is, is a blast. We all, have, we all have a great time. So, uh, you know, if you uh, want to have some fun, come, come give us a call or come hang out and uh, we'll have some fun together. Mark, what is your email? I'm going to scroll that across the screen in case anyone sure, wants to know how to The best way to get in touch with me is uh, Miranda at originacoustics.com. Uh, that would probably be a great way to start. Uh, but you, you can email me at uh, mark at originacoustics.com. And uh, Ron, you better put a C on that uh, because everyone messes it up. Great job. Great job. And uh, what's great is you can call anybody in our company. Anybody will answer the phone. Anybody is here to help you. We are one big solid team and uh, really excited that I'm a part of this, uh, this organization. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Automation Unplugged. For a full transcript of this show and all previous shows, head on over to our website, at onefirefly.com forward slash au. There you will find links to all transcripts, show notes, Facebook Live recording, and resources mentioned during the show. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to hear more, follow us on Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you listen to your podcast. Follow us on social media. We are at onefireflyllc on all platforms. Don't forget to tune in next week for another episode of Automation Unplugged as we dive deeper into technology trends and the fascinating people that make up the custom integration industry. Bye for now.